0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Wednesday, the 22nd of December.
1: In your Sport Today, the Swans are dealing with COVID, more spying in basketball. A breakthrough BMX win and cricket's genius fan. This is your sport today. We're going to start today with AFL and that's because the league is dealing with its biggest COVID-19 outbreak after it was reported that at least 10 Sydney Swans players have tested positive to the virus.
0: That's right. The news came through last night and was confirmed by the club in a statement. The Swans say that players and members of their football department have tested positive, but it's important to point out that they are all double jabbed and reportedly in good health. Some of the players were on a Arbor Cruz last week, but it's unclear if that's when they tested positive. What we do know is that everyone in the football program returned a negative test before their final training session of the year, which was last Wednesday. There could be more cases as other players wait for their test results to come back.
1: Yeah, that's right, Lewis, and the news came out on the same day that New South Wales recorded 3,057 new COVID-19 cases, which is the most any state has had during the pandemic.
0: The Swans don't expect players and staff back until January 6th, so they have time to recover before pre-season training resumes. The Swans and Crosstown rivals the GWS Giants were involved in another outbreak earlier in the year that saw a number of players forced to withdraw from the Derby after they had attended a rugby union match that had positive cases.
1: Yeah, the AFL is still working on its COVID policy for the 2022 season, so you can expect to hear a lot more about this over the next few days. Basketball fans will know all about the spying story involving the Kings and the Hawks from a couple of weeks ago. Well, we've got a new incident, and this time there have been some big penalties handed out.
0: Yep, this one is in the Women's National Basketball League where a coach and a referee have been suspended. Basketball Australia yesterday announced that University of Canberra Capitals coach Paul Gorris was given private video clips of Sydney Uni Flames training sessions by referee Simon Cozier. The clips were meant to be used as a teaching guide for other refs. An independent panel said the Capitals didn't gain any advantage from the videos, but they did recommend bans because... The incident could have damaged the league's integrity and character.
1: Now, Goris, he was the Opals coach at the recent Asia Cup. He's been banned from all coaching roles until January 20 next year. While Kosia, he won't referee again in the WNBL this season. The pair, they've got 14 days to appeal the decision some cricket now because there's been an update to Australia's 15-man Ashes squad with Scott Boland joining the group ahead of the Boxing Day test at the MCG.
0: Gabs, this is big news for Boland who has played for Australia in limited overs cricket before, but has never played a test. His inclusion in the squad will provide cover for some of Australia's fast bowlers who are either battling injury or are tired after the first two tests. Josh Hazelwood, he's still recovering from a side strain that saw him miss the Adelaide test, but skipper Pat Cummins will play in Melbourne after he was deemed a close contact in
1: Adelaide. Scott Boland's already taken 15 wickets in just two Sheffield Shield matches this season. He's also somewhat of an MCG specialist given he's played a lot of cricket there for Victoria. <music> Women's Rugby League is in for a big year in 2022 with two NRLW seasons set to be played and loose it looks like there'll be even more footy when you get to 2023.
0: Yeah, yesterday we mentioned how the NRL's new TV rights deal with the Nine Network would see all three men's state of origin games played on Wednesday night from 2023 onwards. Well, that's had a flow-on effect because it means the rep round, which has included a Sunday night men's origin Pacific tests and a one-off women's origin game, won't be held after next season. Instead, NRL CEO Andrew Abdo says there will be two if not three, women's origin matches every year from 2023.
1: Yeah, I've covered quite a few of these games and they are absolutely worth getting to if you get the chance. And, Luce, that brings us to today's trivia question, which is brought to you by the League Live app. Which team won this year's women's state of origin match? Got any clues for us?
0: Well, this side, they've won it two years in a row now.
1: Ooh, and there have been quite a few streaks in women's origin and interstate matches, so that's a very good clue. We'll bring you the answer later in the show. Those of you who watched the Olympics earlier this year will remember BMX rider Saya Sakakabara. Her Olympic dreams ended in a serious crash in Tokyo, but she's bounced back in a big way back home.
0: For those who don't know the story, Sir Kakabara had to be taken from the Olympic track after a crash in the semi-final. She said she felt disconnected from her bike after that, but it was a happy reunion on the Gold Coast after she won her first elite national title. She won the Superclass event on Saturday and then took out the elite women's racing event. Sir Kakabara says her goal now is to win the world title in France next year.
1: Yeah, she says that she wants to win the rainbow jersey for best overall cyclist at that event. Uh, Back on the Gold Coast, men's star Isaac Kennedy. He won the men's national title for the second year in a row. The BBL has produced some great crowd moments. We've had Watermelon Boy, we've had KFC Bucket Towers, and it looks like there's a new cult hero in town.
0: Yeah, there wasn't a lot for Brisbane fans to cheer about in their recent loss to the Thunder, but one section of the Gabba crowd was... Entertained after a video emerged of a young boy doing a Rubik's Cube during play. All eyes were on this kid as he tried to figure it out, but the crowd, they G'd him up, and when he sold it, everyone went absolutely wild. And Gabs, talk about performing under pressure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I have no idea how he did it. I just take the stickers off, and even that doesn't work sometimes (laughs) when doing a Rubik's Cube. I've popped a link to the Cube Solve in the episode notes. Make sure you check. Check it out. Time for Catch This, where we tell you what's caught our eye or what's coming up. And there's a big night of boxing in Sydney, headlined by Paul Gallen taking on Darcy Lussick. There's a lot of NRL players involved and it starts on main event at 7pm. We'll bring you all the results in tomorrow's show. What have you got, Luce?
0: Well, talk about a comeback in the NBA. The Grizzlies beat the Thunder by a record 73 points earlier this month, but Oklahoma City, they turned the tables yesterday thanks to another big game by Aussie Josh Giddey.
1: Yeah, he's having a terrific season, and I've popped some of Giddy's highlights from that game in the episode notes. All right, let's go back to our trivia question from a bit earlier, which was which team won this year's women's state of origin match? You said they've gone on a bit of a streak, loose. Who is it?
0: It was Queensland who made it back-to-back this year.
1: Yeah, they won 8-6 on the Sunshine Coast thanks to a penalty in the final minute. It was an absolute thriller in the rain. All right, we've only got one more show left to go this year. Luce and I will bring that to you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in today and catch you tomorrow.